When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks once again, everybody, for joining us on Blockbuster Mentality, the podcast where actors, filmmakers, critics, and content creators come on to discuss a favorite film of theirs. I'm your host, Ben. Before we get started, make sure you're subscribing to us on your favorite podcast platform, rating us, reviewing us. We'd really appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. We decided to take a little bit of a break this week. We do not have a guest, so I thought it would be fun to release some clips of maybe some deleted scenes, I guess we'll call it. Clips that never saw the light of day. Uh, Some characters we created. Other clips that, you know, some of your newer listeners may have never heard. Uh, This first set of clips is from... A character Dave created called Michael Brennan. He's a very pretentious movie critic uh, that we interview uh, about three times. So the first clip is the first time he comes on and, you know, we discuss, you know, different films and how he feels about us. He's very pretentious, very, you know, uh, talks down to us, very condescending. Uh, The next one is a clip of him giving his favorite films of the 90s, which is very interesting, the films he chooses. So I hope you guys enjoy that. And the last one is the appearance he made on our Dr. Strangelove episode. And that was his final appearance. And you'll you'll see why. You'll see why in that clip. So enjoy this uh, first set of clips from our character, <laughs> Critic. Michael Brennan. All right, we actually have a special guest today. Uh, we have uh, him calling him all the way from New York. Um, we're excited to have him on. Uh, he's a film critic for U.S. Film Magazine. Uh, Michael Brennan. Michael Brennan, how you doing? Hey Ben, uh, happy to be on here. Yeah, we're great to have you. Uh, we, you know, we've been following you a little bit. How did you? Uh, how did you discover our show? Well, I heard a little bit uh, about you get your podcast, so I took a listen, and I, uh, I have to say, uh, I left a little bit to be desired. To be honest with you. Well, I mean, what do you mean by that? Well, uh, uh, how do I put this delicately? Uh, your podcast is it's sort of like if you can imagine a, a really intense science. Uh, Experiment or uh, someone doing, uh, say, physics or something like, or biochemistry, and then off to the side are are two children, and they have a couple of microphones and they're trying to explain the action. Uh, that's what I would say your podcast is like. You guys have no idea what you're talking about. You don't have the vocabulary. You don't have the understanding. You guys are so far behind. Rank amateurs. I'm a professional. You understand? I work at U.S. Film Magazine. Well, I mean, I, I'm sorry, you know, you feel that way. I mean, I appreciate you still taking the time to to, to call us, and you know, I appreciate what the work you've done with with U.S. Film Magazine. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm taking the time, but I don't have a lot of time. 
All right, uh, I'll, I'll I'll try to be quick. So let, yeah, let's just get into the call. I mean, again, sorry. Yeah, I'm hanging out here in uh, you know in beautiful Manhattan, you know downtown New York, you know in Manhattan. Where are you guys? Uh, well, I mean, we're down here in Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. So, so you're telling me you live in the armpit of the United States? Oh, I mean, and, you're. And I'm here in the center, the cultural center of the world, um, and you guys are, you know, maybe you need a little. Feed stick or some uh, old spice Fiji. Wow, Mike. I, I mean, all right. So, I mean, I think we're getting a little off topic here. I mean, I think let's just talk about some movies. Uh, I mean, you, you, let's let's just get to the core of that. I'm sorry, you know, you feel that way, but we still, you know, are. are yeah, let's, let's move on. Yes, Michael. Okay, thank you, Michael. Now, again, I'm Michael Brennan. I write for U.S. Film Magazine. I'm a professional. Just so, just so the audience understands, you guys are rank amateurs. Amateurs. All right, Michael. What, what? What? All right. So let's just get into it. What? What? What did you think of Planet of the Apes? Yeah, it was a good movie, and uh, but I think all this talk about Andy Serkis being uh, you know nominated for an Oscar is completely ridiculous. It's, it's totally overblown. The guy's playing an ape for Christ's sake again, an ape. Yeah, yeah, he's playing an ape, but I mean, he 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 perform. He you know he made a great performance. I think the emotion really carried out in in his uh, in his portrayal. Um, you know, I, I don't think he'll win the Oscar, but I mean, he should be still be at least in the consideration. Oh, like let me, let me tell you who who really should be in the consideration and who should win the Oscar this year is Dan Stevens. You know, he played the Beast and Judy and the Beast. Well, yeah, yeah, I thought that I thought that was great as all, but I mean that was nowhere near the emotion and the and the. No way! No way. Yeah, he played a lion, the king of the jungle. He's regal. Well, Andy Serkis played an ape. You saw the movie, right? Didn't you see the movie, Ben? Yeah, I, absolutely. I saw both movies, and I thought that. Th- yeah, and what did you see that the apes doing? They were flinging their poo. They're just throwing their feces all over the main character. It's an ape, for Christ's sake. Okay, yeah, I mean, it, it's an ape, but I mean, the, the Beast, I don't think he was playing uh, a, lo- a lion or whatever you said. Uh, he, he was playing, you know, a combination of characters. He was just, uh, he was he was a beast, you know, he was a, he was a mammal. I'm sorry, uh, who's the professional who writes for a nationally syndicated magazine? Okay, okay Michael, okay. I mean, what, what, what? You got the, oh, hold on, hold, hold, uh, let's just hold on there, cowboy. You've got these monkeys. <laughs> They're throwing their feces. They're putting their hands. God knows what doing. God knows what when they're putting their hands down their pants or whatever. You know, I'm sorry. I cannot support someone who's going to play an ape. You know, give me a regal animal, like a lion, the king of the jungle. Yes, that, that's what I'm looking for. Something with culture, please. I mean, apes, you know, did come from humans, you know, some people think. So, I mean, I mean, they're they're more right, human on, than, than lions are. Hey, hang on one sec. Honey, no, no. Okay, she. You know, I'm I'm a feminist, just like the next guy. But you know, here comes the check, and there they go. Oh. Uh, okay, my, okay. Uh, wait, hold on, baby. Girl uh, power. Oh, well, there she goes. Mom's. Hello, uh, Mr. Brennan. I'm sorry, I was out to dinner. It's it's, it's quite alright. I really appreciate your thoughts on uh, on Planet of the Apes. You know, I'm, I uh, again, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know. I tell you, you know, you take the girl out and you believe in equality and you do all this stuff, and then you know the check comes and she disappears. And 
and you know, she's honey. Now she's around the corner. Okay, it's not happening. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Brennan, I really appreciate you coming on the show. That's pretty much all the time we have. Um, again, it, it, you know, whether you're an ape or a lion, I think it comes down to the performance and the betrayal. Now, when it comes down to whether or not you're a professional in the industry, and you guys are ranked amateur. Okay. Well, well, maybe we'll have you on again. We'll discuss other films. I mean, would you be willing to come on the show again? I'm happy to come on and tell you guys how wrong you are anytime you want. Okay. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll look forward to that, and uh, we'll appreciate you coming on. You have a great day, Mr. Brennan. Nah, All right, so now we'd like to welcome back uh, on the show from U.S. Film Magazine. Uh, he called uh, a couple shows ago, and he, he wanted to talk to us again, surprisingly, but it's uh, from U.S. Film Magazine, Michael Brennan. How's it going, Michael? It's going okay, Ben. Uh, thanks for having me. That's right. Michael Brennan from uh, U.S. Film Magazine. Happy to help out a couple of amateurs and set you straight on movies. Well, we are happy to have you. You know, what, you say what you will about us. You know, we we do you know look up to you and respect you. So I'm glad uh, I'm glad that you you took the time today and uh, came on the show. So uh, today we were talking. Okay, Go ahead. Let's move. Let's move it along. I know. I know, Michael. I'm trying. All right, uh, Mr. Brennan. Uh, we were talking about our favorite films of the '90s uh, today, and uh, you know, obviously, we wanted to hear your input on this. Are you a fan of uh, that decade in film? 1990s were an incredible decade of film, and that's really where I got my start nationally, uh, writing syndicated columns. I'm happy to talk about the 1990s or any decade. Oh. Uh, yeah, I I, uh, I heard you guys are doing a top five. You know, I think doing lists like that is a little weird. I don't know if that was maybe Dave's idea, but uh, I'm, I'm willing to participate. Well, yeah, I mean, we we love to hear from you. I mean, we gave we gave ours. I know, uh, uh, you know, you'll you'll hear those. But uh, what's uh, I mean, throw some films out there. I mean, what's uh, what what are some of your favorite films of the '90s? Well, I know you guys can't really decide how to order, so I'm going to follow along because you can't take five things and figure out which one's best. So I'm going to also go in no particular order. Uh, I'm going to kick this off with Batman and Robin. Uh, this is just an incredible movie, probably the best Batman movie, uh, with the amazing George Clooney. He was great. Uh, there's a lot of, there's so much going on in this movie, and the, the criticism, the people say it's like a Broadway play. Yes. Thank you. There should be more movies that are like Broadway plays. There's no culture anymore. Show me more Broadway plays. Oh, okay. Um, so Batman and Robin? Wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, the, there was a Michael Keaton uh, Batman in the '90s, but this was your this was your favorite. Absolutely, George Clooney. He's a stud. He's he's he is the one of the greatest leading men ever to grace the Silver Street. Batman and Robin. I mean that is one thing we will agree on, Brendan. I'm a big, big George Clooney guy myself. Uh, but uh, all right, uh, ba- ba- yeah, Batman and Robin to each to each their own, I guess. Uh, what's uh, what do you got next? The Lion King. Oh, I know how you feel about lions. Okay. I love lions. This movie features the most majestic animal, the king of the jungle. That's right. You remember? I'm talking about the king of the jungle. This movie showed me so much about it. I loved it. King of the last king, you got James Earl Jones, one of the great voice men of all time. And uh, yeah, I say the Lion King. And uh, you know what you think about it is uh, not really relevant to me right now. 
I understand that, that but uh, you know, to make you uh, again, it doesn't mean much to you. But the Lion King is a great movie. I mean, I like it for different reasons than you do. I say, but uh, but I, I'm not going to hate you on that. Uh, but uh, what, what you got next, Mr. Brennan? Moving on next, an outstanding 1990s film, a sequel film, and possibly the greatest sequel of all time, Father of the Bride Part Two. Okay, Father of the Bride Part Two. Part Two. Okay. Yeah, this, this, yeah, part two. This is Eugene Levy at his absolute best. There's a lot of going. There's a lot of great love stories. You remember Frank and Howard? That's great. Remember that little song? Everybody has a pooper. Remember that? You're yeah. a pooper. You remember that song? I remember, remember that. George yeah. Banks. Yeah. This is just a splendid movie. Really perfect 90s movie. I love it. Yeah, Franck. Yeah, Martin Martin Short is 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 Franck. I mean, I do like it, but yeah, to have it in your top five—that's very very surprising from you. Once again, who's the professional here? I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you you do say that a lot, but I guess I guess you know who am I who am I to well, say? Apparently, you need to be reminded. Uh, but this was yeah, a great cast. Like I said, Eugene Levy and you know Martin Short. He's a he's one of the greatest comedians of all time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you said Eugene Levy, you said Martin Shaw. I mean, what about the the main star, Steve Steve Martin? Who? Who's that? St- Steve Martin? I, I don't know who that is. Steve Martin, okay. Uh, yeah, Steve Steve Martin. Uh, it's, you know, the father in Father of the Bride. So for my next movie, I've got the Boondock Saints. I love it. This is a cult classic. It's just a rough and tumble, rock'em, sock'em. It's a great movie. I was at the edge of my seat the whole time. <laughs> I'm biting my finger. <laughs> okay, Boondock Saints. Sorry, yeah, uh, wh- whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, all right. What's what's your last one, Mister Brennan? Whatever. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm a high, I'm a well-paid man. I'm just getting I've got a nationally syndicated column. I know. I'm just getting uh, a little I don't sick. Appreciate that kind of treatment. You know, I mean, weren't you down in the dumps at one point? Were you an amateur at one point? You know, I'm just getting a little sick of this pretentiousness from you. You know, we'd have you on the show, and here you are treating us like this. But let's just get to hey, your number one. I was, I was born to review and write about movies. I, from when I was a toddler, I knew more about movies than you. What's your number one, Mister Brennan? My number one movie, a great 1990s, is Leon the Professional, starring the great Gerard Gepardieu. This is an outstanding movie. It's a, it's a French film. I don't know if you're, if you're cultured enough to know about France. Have you ever been to France, Ben? I, I can't say I have. You are, Dave. I'll probably not. You guys are probably too afraid of getting blown up or something, something ridiculous like that. This movie's full of culture. It's a brilliant 1990s movie. I'm going a little foreign here. You know, I don't know if your audience can handle that kind of thing. But Leon Le Professionnel. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know who you said. Uh, it was just seemed like a random French name. But I believe it stars uh, Jean Renu. Oh, shit. Mr. I, I, I got to go. Mr. Brennan? Oh, all right. I guess. Make I guess me, it... make me, this, guy, this guy's making me look like an ass. <laughs> Mr. Brennan, I think the phone's still on. Mr. Brennan? Yeah, this guy here, he's just making me look like an idiot. Now, I, I got the name wrong. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. All right, so there you have it. There was Michael Brennan from U.S. Film Magazine giving us his top five films of the 90s. Very interesting stuff there. All right, so now we want to take the time and invite back 
By popular demand, by his own demand, actually, we are inviting back from U.S. Film Magazine, Michael Brennan. How's it going, Michael? Hey there, Ben. Uh, Great to be back again. And I am on location this week at Los Alamos National Laboratory in New Mexico for this uh, very special Dr. Strange Love episode. Yes, we are excited to talk to you about it. So you, you flew all the way out there just for this episode? Well, sort of. Uh, if you if you want to say that for to make your audience feel better that you're somebody that's important, I just happen to have some friends and a couple of military men that were very kind enough to show me around this very secret place. Uh, this is this is where we keep do the top secret stuff in the United States. We've got a lot of nuclear technology. Uh, we do a whole bunch of stuff here that I'm even I don't even want to mention it. You know, this guy's looking at me cross over here. Okay, I'm just I'm just on the phone here. So yeah, I'm here, Ben. I'm happy to talk to you. Glad to be here on location once again at Los Alamos National Laboratory. Yeah, well, that that's great. All right, so I guess we'll we'll just talk about the movie then. Uh, so yeah, Doctor Strangelove by Stanley Kubrick. Are you a Kubrick guy? Kubrick guy. I the Stanley Kubrick has been uh, recognized as one of the great directors of all time, but I'm not a fan. I think this movie's overrated. This is called a dark comedy. A comedy. I don't get it. Uh, what what do you think, Ben? Did you guys did you guys like it? Yeah, I, we. I mean, I, you know, speaking for Dave too, I think. I mean, we're we, we really enjoyed this film. I think it's a classic. I think that comedy hit where it needed to, and and you know, it, it hits on deeper subjects as well. You know, you know, having you know people being charged of these you know weapons of mass destruction, and we're just people, and you know, it's 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 great. Uh, it's a great study on on that thing, and yeah, Peter Sellers is just a genius in this movie. Uh, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't hear any of that. So anyway, what I will say about this movie is that this is the kind of movie that people say that they like that they really don't like. Okay, since you don't have many listeners, uh, I'm, I'm happy to, to say this and, and not worry about reprisal. You know, this is the one that all critics say, oh, I love the Stanley Kubrick. Now, we don't like this movie. We don't like black and white anymore. We've moved on. Now, this is not so, funny. And the, the, the Peter Sellers performance it's, I didn't buy one second of it. Wow. So you, you're speaking for all critics now? Well, a lot of critics like to uh, hear Since I know the only people on this that are going to listen are you and me and maybe Dave, if he even downloads the episode. <laughs> but yeah, you know, critics say they, they love all kinds of films that they really don't. And this is, a, this is that kind of movie. Peter Sellers was not believable. He's not funny. He's rolling around in the wheelchair. That's not funny. You know, if we want to talk about actors that do a great job playing multiple characters, look no further than Eddie Murphy or the Daddy Professor. All right, so you you said a lot there. Uh, so first of all, I think I think Dave is a major supporter of the show. Uh, you know, I'm sure he's downloading stuff, and isn't that I right? I hope so. Yeah, he, he definitely is. He's shaking his head right now. He just he just said he is. You know, he he doesn't even have the time for you right now. But uh, anyways, uh, but Peter Sellers, you you would pick Eddie Murphy and Nutty Professor over Peter Sellers and Doctor Strangelove. That's uh, you know, as a as a movie critic, as a, as a you know film fan myself. Uh, you know, I, I uh, for, go ahead. No, no, I just remind everyone again that I am a professional. So, you know, when you whatever you bring to the table, it's not going to compare to my opinion. Okay. So, 
All right, Michael. Um, but I, I totally disagree with you here. You know, I, I, I like reading your articles and everything, but uh, it seems like when you're on the phone, it's it's. Uh, we I, I disagree with you a lot, but uh, but you know, I, st- I still respect you. Go ahead. Hold on, there, Ben. They're gonna so they're, they're touring me on. This is actually very important to the to the movie. They're they're gonna put me on this uh, this device here. They're calling it a manned nuke. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Uh, I wouldn't go near that, Brennan. You have, you you have no idea what you're dealing with there. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit on this thing. I, they tell me it was actually inspired by the Doctor Strange Love movie. This is a this is a decommissioned uh, nuclear bomb, I guess, uh, from the era, and they got the idea from the from the movie. So this thing is, if all else fails, uh, a, a man will pilot himself to the target. You know, of course, this is long before the days of laser guided precision. You know, global positioning system. Uh, nuclear <laughs> bombs. <laughs> so I'm going to sit in. Oh, okay, just okay. I'm strapping myself in now, Ben. Now this is this is thrilling. It's I'm, on a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm on a tube here. I'm sitting. Don't I'm on do a rodeo. it. Oh I'm going to Ben. I'm going to sit on this thing. Okay. They, they told me, look, it's perfectly safe. They Be told careful. me it's been decommissioned. I'm just going to. Okay, let's, you're, let's, you're a movie uh, yeah, critic. You're a movie critic. I'm Careful. Gonna, you're more not, than anything, I'm a, I'm a professional, Ben. Yeah, but so I'm gonna I'm gonna sit right on this puppy. Care- oh, this this feels. Are this you feels sure? Great. Are you sure? Be yeah, careful. This feels great. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm gonna. This is uh. This is good. So what, what were you saying there, Ben? I just want you to be careful, Mr. Brennan. I mean, you, you, you're a movie critic. You shouldn't be touching military things. I wouldn't, I would be very careful, but anyways, we're, we're talking about movie. I think you know what you're doing there. Uh, so yeah, I think yeah. you'll be able to finish the call hopefully. Uh, but, uh, be a Dr. Strange love. I think you're completely wrong uh, when it comes to this film. I think this is a classic. I don't think it's just something people say they like. I think this is actually a wonderful film. And, and I think, I think you might, you know, do yourself a favor by revisiting it. Well, I don't think I need to revisit it, but well, hang on. What is that? What is that? Is that a countdown? Hey. Hey. What's going on? Nah, it's, it's just, that, that's not for me. That can't be for me. Uh, Guys. Uh, that sounds like a countdown. Hey. I have no idea what just happened there. I hope he's okay. Uh, I don't know if he just got shot off in a bomb or something. But anyways, uh, that was Michael Brennan. Hopefully he's okay, and hopefully he'll be on our next show. Let's get back to the episode. All right, so... We were, you know, it was a little silly, you know, just something we were trying out. Uh, if you guys enjoyed it, let us know. And uh, maybe maybe Michael Brennan will make more appearances. Definitely let us know. Uh, this next one comes from when me, Vinny, and Dave were on the show. We did one afterwards. We never released it, and I'm not releasing it. But we started just talking about, you know, talking like these Italian deli owners, talking about Rise of Skywalker, just making ridiculous points. And Dave did a rendition of that for his review of Knives Out. This is him as Sal 
an Italian-American giving his review of Knives Out. So enjoy. Buongiorno, this is Salvatore from Goomba Talk brought to you by Blockbuster Mentality. You're going to get right now an exclusive review from the new movie Knives Out directed by Ryan Ryan Johnson, the guy who did possibly the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. It was far better than the original. So let's get into this thing. Knives Out is a classic whodunit. This review is going to be full of spoilers, just so everybody knows. So let's get right into it. What you get from the beginning is a classic movie that just pulls at your heartstrings. This poor woman... She's the caretaker of some rich man, and we learn that her own mother, her very own mother, is undocumented. And that reminds me of a little bit of a story. This time I had this gold ring. I brought it over to the jeweler, and I said, hey, I'd like to return this ring and to get a full refund. He says, do you have the paperwork? Do you have the documents? And as it turned out, I was undocumented. I did not have the documents for my ring. So he threw me out on the street. I got no refund. It's very clear in the story here that the main character cannot get rid of her mother. There is no paperwork for a return. She is stuck with her. And here we go into the story. The Christopher Plummer character, he needs some kind of a medicine. She gives him the wrong thing. Apparently, he's going to be murdered, and he does the most rational thing of all, which is to slice his own throat and kill himself. This is what we would all do in this position. I'm sure we've all been there. You found out you're you're done to be murdered, and you're off your own self, because you do not want the poor grandmother to be returned for a refund. This happened to a friend of mine, Anthony. He came over from the old country. He brought his his uncle Lorenzo, his mother Stella. He had them shipped over to the Atlantic in a shipping container. Anthony joins the deli. He starts doing some odd jobs for us, you know, helping out here, blackmailing this guy, ripping off that guy, taking the money, moving the inventory. Then he goes and knocks off our boss, just shoots him dead in the street, goes off, blows a couple of other heads off. And then we got to thinking, what do we do about this guy? Well, we can't send the police to him because he brought over his poor mother and his poor uncle. All they need is a better life. Someone, the, he, Anthony cannot be held account for his crimes because of the people that he brought along. If they're caught, they're going to be sent back to the old country. The best thing we can do is just let him go. Go live on with his life. And I think the movie does a really good job of illustrating that point. Just like the Christopher Plummer, he did. He just says, hey, I'm going to off myself. This is the most clear solution to this obviously horrible problem. Another critical plot point to this film is the issue of inheritance. Christopher Plummer, Plummer, Plummer is looking out there saying my kids are idiots. They get nothing. I want to instead give all of my fortune, my vast amount of money to my murderer. Also, Chris Evans is his usual charming self. He's so good in this role, you really, really root for him. 
also are rooting for this family who's seeing their wealth, the legacy getting stolen by this girl. She's a fraud. She's stealing their fortune. The other thing I want to say about this movie is it does a really good job with the politics. You know, in this time of political strife, they're impeaching a president on one hand. They want to remove him. The other people are defending him. They want to make sure he stays in office. And when you go to a movie, when you go out to the big screen, you get your soda, you get your popcorn, you sneak in your bottle of Jack. When you get in there in those nice red recliners, what you want to do is escape the world. What you absolutely really want is to be bludgeoned over the head with politics. You want all that strife, all that things you're trying to go into the silver screen to avoid to be dumped on top of you. This guy, Ryan Johnson, he does such a great job. He gets out the hammer. He labels it politics. He caps your knee. Then he takes a big maul, a giant maul, hits you in the gut. You're coughing the blood. Then he takes a two-by-four, smacks you in the head. You got you got blood streaming down your eyes. You can't see. You're screaming, let it end, let it end. He takes the dump truck, backs it up, empties the whole thing on top of your head, full of politics, bringing in that nice strife that you're trying to avoid. I think it's important. Again, Ryan Johnson, incredible. A classic whodunit. I thought I was watching Agatha Christie, but instead it was brand new. I hear this thing did so well, they're going to make a sequel. I cannot wait to see what they do here. Ben says they got to give this thing a rating in terms of stars and popcorn. And he says it's a one to five. I got to give it a seven. No, one to five. Okay, so one to five on stars. One to five on popcorn. So this thing is incredible. I'm going to go five five stars and five buckets of popcorn. You will not be disappointed. Just remember to bring your receipts. This has been Salvatore from Goomba Talk, sponsored by exclusively by Blockbuster Mentality. Ben has locked us into a contract. So we, you're going to be hearing a lot more of us. You cannot find me on social media. I'm, I'm still making my way through the rounds there. But you, you can expect to hear a lot more Goomba Talk, given this kind of insight on movies that you just can't get anywhere else. I know you can find uh, at BC Code at the Blockbuster. Get them there. Then just listen to the radio for more of these episodes. Thanks again. This is Salvatore. Well, thanks for that, Sal. Thanks for that great, insightful review on Knives Out. And our last clip. This is another Dave idea. We had Dan Franco on, our buddy. Or uh, He's an actor. Uh, definitely check him out at Dan Franco with a K. We Dave wanted to do some sort of commercial for a plumbing business, and that's what we did. Me, Dan, and Dave came up with different characters. This is a customer calling in, and it's kind of a commercial, kind of a skit. So, you know, you'll get the gist of it. So here you go. Here's the commercial slash skit for a plumbing company. Plum Plumbing, this is Phil. How can I help you? Hello. Yes, ma'am. How can I help you? 
I have, I have big leak. Hello, my name is Claire. I have big leak on my toilet. Yeah. It's right. not, it's not stopping. Uh, is this the plum? Is this the plum nuts place? Nah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we can we can figure it out. I mean, can you give us a little more detail on what's going on? It's leaking. It's it's dribbling off the toilet. It's not stopping. Is I got I got water on the floor. Can you send tech tech guy? Can you send you, technician? Yeah, we'll we'll send a technician right your way. Uh, uh, did you make sure the CPVC was uh, fitted correctly? PVC, I don't know what that means. I just got water. Can you send someone to fix the water? Yeah, I got someone right away. It's uh, uh, Ronnie. He's a good guy. I'll, I'll make sure you get, you're taken care of, ma'am. All right? Last time I called, he says he called me. He no come 12 hours. I have water on floor. I have goat licking, licking water off the floor. I don't want the goat to lick the water. Can you do something? Please. Yeah, yeah let me put you on hold real quick. Okay, ma'am? No, I think it's bullshit. Hey, uh, hey Ronnie. Yeah, buddy. Hey, uh, we uh, we got a we got a, a code brown here at uh, at thirty four Main Street, and uh, we need you to check it out. Will do. All right, man. We got someone coming your way, and uh, does this no, man know what doing? Is, I, I don't I'll think stand he knows. I'll with you. Okay. I'll stay in the line with you. He's gonna be right there. His name? What's his name? His name is Ronnie. He he knows toilet. He knows toilet. Yes, ma'am. Okay. He should be there any moment. What well, it this water, this brown water going on the floor. I already have goat trying to come in. Please send the man. I He's can't. right. Yeah, he should be right there. There he is. Hello. Yes, ma'am. I I'm here from uh, Plum Nuts. I'm I'm here to to check out your toilet the issue. May I see some identification, please? Yes, yeah, right here on my shirt. It says Ronnie. I, I'm from I'm from Plum Nuts. How do I know you're it, from Plum or not from some man who trying to rape me? Well, well, the truck, the truck says Plum Nuts. You have? Can I have visual of the truck before I let you inside the house? I mean, I mean, it's right, it's right, it's right in front of your house, ma'am. If you want to come, come uh, around the corner, hold yeah, on man. one minute. I'm I, on I phone. I can assure you, it's it's him, man. I'm on phone with man. Hello, man. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. We here. Okay. Your name is is your name. I wrote down your name, Ronnie. No, no, no. no. I'm, Ron, I'm Ronnie, that, man. Yeah, he's, that's the man that's there. Oh, oh. I totally forgot my accent. My, okay. Your name, Phil. <laughs> yeah, my yes, yes, man. My name's Phil, and I uh, I, I, I have entertaining accents. I've had my feel of toilet. I don't want it. So this man, Ronnie, is from you? Uh, yes, he, he. Yes, ma'am. He's from Plum Nuts. You I, I promise, ma'am. If I was going to rape you, I wouldn't be coming in here with a plum with a plunger. Okay, he shows finger. I saw the finger. Yes, yes, yes ma'am. He, he, he's, he's. I, I don't you, want he's, fingers. He's our, he's our best. He's our best, ma'am. Okay, come inside. We show. Look at the toilet. Talk toilets, it's all over the world. If we've got God trying to come in, please fix toilet. It's springing. What do you want to do about the toilet, please? Well, yeah, that sure looks like uh, Old Faithful right there. Shit. I mean, I mean what you put stopping. in there? Uh, the, my son, he finds, he does pornography. He finds things he puts inside the toilet. I don't know why. Can well, fix, I, I do think we're going we're, we're gonna to have to pull this up. We're going to have to pull the wax ring up off the floor. Ah, and, son uh, of a bitch. 
there's definitely going to be a, a flapper valve and a, and a fill gauge that has to has to happen here. Um, I don't give shit. Talk about just fucking fix the toilet. <laughs> well, well I, I mean that that's that is why I'm here. Uh, I'm I'm happy to do that. Uh, I need you to sign a couple forms and uh, uh, sign form. I I'm not on YouTube TV. Find release. Just fix the but, toilet. I got water. Please fix the water. I don't want water on the floor. I it, told, it is a lot of water. Um, you know, I told you, the man on phone. Where's the man on phone, man? Ma'am, that's what he's there for. Do you still I, hear me on the phone here? I told you I don't want goat. The no, goat he's not. Of, he no, ma'am. I assure, I assure you, he's no goat. All right, he's uh, he he's gonna he's gonna fix it. That's what he's there for. All right, you, you know, you just gotta let him do his work. Just maybe back away, let him do his thing. Okay, let man go do. Well, I, I I do think I'm gonna need to get access to your water access, ma'am, because because uh, we got to shut this down. This is a this is a lot of water. This is like um. I you know I think I just saw LDC go floating by on a on a on a door. I can see, I can see by size of back that you're a very strong man. Uh, you've got nice shape. Uh, perhaps after finishing toilet, you make your way up the stairs to perhaps my bedroom. Ma'am, we we don't do that here. Oh, sorry, I did not know I was on phone still. <laughs> you have to talk to, talk to, talk to, talk to, talk to men, talk to men here, I think. Oh, phone, you not record conversations. I'm very strict about privacy, please. I'm pretty sure that most of our conversations are recorded for customer service, for training purposes. For, qual- for quality purposes, man, we have to record. I'm sorry. Are you do good quality? Yeah, we got to make sure it's quality, you know, for this is for training purposes, this phone call. So when you're here, when you're here, you do good quality. Oh, yeah, he'll do great quality. man. (laughs) This is what talking about. Come upstairs to give me quality. (laughs) I do. I do. uh, uh, You know, that is that is quite the. The the mustache goatee you've got going there, ma'am. Um, I think I'm going to focus right here on. This on is how toilet. we do in old country. We we we. This is how groom ourselves. But I fix toilet. Come upstairs. Hello. Find me upstairs. <laughs> and that's plum nuts. Be sure to call us for your toilet needs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where you go for me. <laughs> Well, there you have it. Uh, got a little bit of everything. A couple things that never saw the light of day, which was the Goomba talk, which was what we called the deli, Italian-American deli owners. Uh, that's what Sal, that Sal Knives Out review was. And then also the plumbing commercial slash skit. The Michael Brennan clips uh, were all on episodes but again for newer listeners that uh, haven't been around since 2017 when we did those skits uh, hopefully uh, you found some enjoyment out of them again just us just us being silly you know just just having a little fun so hope you enjoyed this little episode we put together for this week uh, we will be next back next week with a guest. I will not reveal it as of now, but uh, definitely stay tuned for that. We will be back in 
at it again with having guests on discussing movies, discussing their favorite movies. So can't wait to bring you some more content. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Again, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. All that fun. So that is it for us, folks. I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. 